0: Rewind Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dylan Stoll, and I'm joined as always with my friend Michael Wifford. Hey, hey. So today we're gonna to be talking about the season and dare I say series finale for Shadow and Bone season two, which is going to be titled No Funerals. No Funerals. Alright, so before we get into the discussion of the episode here, I'm just gonna give out the typical reminders. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can get at us on Instagram, which is at Fantasy Rewind Pod. We're on Twitter, which is at Fantasy Rewind. And also, we have an email, which is Pod at gmail.com. All right, Mike, without any further delay, let's dive into the rewind. Fantasy, Fantasy. Fantasy.
1: <laughs> Rewind. Okay. So, Shadow and Bone Season 2, the finale. what do you think, Dylan?
0: All in all, there were parts I liked about it. There were parts I really didn't like about it. <laughs> and I think that just kind of encapsulates what I think about the show in general um, so far up to this point. And in conclusion, if this is indeed the final episode of the series. Um, but I think that there's a lot of meat on the bone for us to talk about. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Mike? There's just a, a lot that goes on here and it,
1: creates a lot of issues going forward if they were to make a season three that i don't think i'd really i don't know i don't think i'd really enjoy a lot of the plots they started to open up at the end being tied up it it felt like a really big departure in a lot of ways Mm.
0: yeah i mean personally i'm i'm cool if they end it where they did and just kind of leave it hanging there but we'll Mm. get to that (laughs) in a minute here all right why don't you walk us through this thing
1: Okay, so instead of going through every beat by beat here, let's just kind of get into the meat. Alina, we see that Mal is fading away. He tells her, you know, just to do it, end his life, because obviously last episode he'd kind of gotten hurt. And, um, you know, obviously there's that whole touching scene. No, I love you. And he's like, you know where to find me. And then uh, obviously she gives him, pierces the heart. And it releases the Firebird. Effectively eliminating the Fold. (sighs) If only Male had just gotten hurt the first time (laughs) (laughs) Hurt the first time and almost killed us, we could have saved ourselves two seasons of episodes, apparently.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean interesting. I thought that it was a very interesting choice to basically have his death mean the death of the fold because Mm -hmm. I was expecting Alina needing to do something in order Mm -hmm. for that to happen. Um, As opposed to to just needing to kill Mal and then an eruption of light will go out and destroy the fold. Um, I will say that I thought I would like to think that everyone seeing the fold, like collapsing in on itself had to have been cheering and had to have been enjoying the moment. And like, loving what was going on, not knowing the price that was paid in order for that to happen.
1: Correct. And I wish we had gotten, you bringing that up, I hadn't even thought about it. I wish we had gotten more of other people's perspectives in that sense. Mm -hmm. Even like the Furidans and these other cultures like, oh wow. Yeah, because
0: like this fold... What does that mean to that? This fold impacted Ravka, of course, but it impacted everybody and I think like, you Mm -hmm. know, those shots that could have easily been made of going to like townsfolk seeing the fold going back or like the Fjordan army, like watching it as like it retreats from their border, or the people down in Shuhan, like hearing that this great thing is going on and like being intrigued by it. It could have been a much larger world shaking event than what it was shown to be on the screen there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, as we transition here, mail is gone. Uh, obviously, the Shadow Masters are atta- attacking. Inej and um, Inej is helping out with That piece Uh, (laughs) And Nadia is also helping out As well but we get this rousing Speech from Kirigan coming up here As you know he talks about how Oh like I'm the Monster and I balance You out and you need like people need a monster They don't need a saint And we find out how much he loves her Oh go figure right (laughs)
0: Loves her enough Uh, to try to kill her
1: Yeah and Alina, like, is get, just gets to a point where she's like, I'm done with this, and s- kills him, too. Apparently, she has no issue killing the men in her life. To be fair.
0: One of them deserved it. <laughs> One was necessary, yeah. though. Well, both were necessary.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah both were kind of necessary, unfortunately. But um, And Kerrigan's, as Kerrigan's dying, you really do get the sense that he loved her, and he was just past redemption. I mean, which makes sense, too, because he's been living for Ever. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. And, st- <laughs> and as he's dying, he says, burn me. Or ba- basically make sure there's nothing left of him. Which was a really thoughtful thing because, I mean, I didn't think about it until after he'd said it. But, oh, yeah, he's a giant amplifier.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Bagra's bones? Think about Kerrigan's bones being passed around mm-hmm. for everybody to get amplified off him. Of.
1: Yeah, and it's not like the uh, the other creatures where it's like whoever kills it gets it. It's Anybody and
0: everyone. Anyone an who open harvests buffet. them gets it. Yeah. And it would be pretty powerful. Maybe uh, Alina should have saved a little for herself.
1: Yeah. While this is happening, one of the shadow monsters is attacking our crows and king. And in the ensuing fight here, the king is stabbed effectively from one of the shadow monsters and they they none of them can really do anything to it because oh hey the blade is elsewhere and the cool grenade effect we got well neat and it dispersed it didn't last very long
0: no very like flashbang gets out there and then it comes right back yeah
1: yeah so that finally dissipates with the death of kira again, and that has some consequences mm. It has some consequences. But let's focus, let's stay focused on mail for a little bit because I think this I want to kind of talk through that and as it's pretty interesting. So male um, is obviously dying. We have Nina attempting to try and restart his heart. And um, Alina uses Merzost yeah to bring him back. Yeah. Even though she promised
0: Bagra she wouldn't. She goes full uh I'm going to do whatever I need to do to save my loved one. Yeah, which did not pay off
1: <laughs> because after he comes back, he he talks about how he doesn't know if their relationship was even real,
0: which and, is a valid mean, point, some good yeah. points.
1: Yeah, like their entire relationship was built off of this, his desire, like I could always find you and I always have this like connection to you and now it's gone and it was all built on the fact that i was supposed to be used by you and you use me you achieve this greatness and now i where do i sit in all this
0: you know i thought it was a very valid point that he brought up because like mm-hmm. you said like he was lost and like he didn't have his true north anymore he wasn't sure mm-hmm. if he ever really did and it was just coming back to like what's fate and destiny versus is it my choice that i actually loved you and mal wants to find that out and I, yeah. I couldn't help but cringe As soon as I saw Alina Starting to bring him back I'm like are you kidding me girls You know what I this know. is going just let to him do. Go. Yeah. It sucks and I'm sorry Mal But it's a sacrifice that needed to be made And Alina's mm-hmm. like no I will have him And brings him back
1: Ugh. I agree completely I was sitting there just like Come on just let him die And you know Obviously if we were in her situation we would do the same thing But it's just like from a story perspective, too. It's just like he's played his part. Yeah. it's okay. They always need to have that love triangle,
0: right? Gotta have that love triangle. And apparently there still is one.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is still one. Yes. Uh, speaking of, you know, relationships that ended that shouldn't have, Jenya and David. Uh, oh. Yeah. Again,
0: still don't understand why he didn't just get in the elevator with her, right? For real. I mean, he needlessly died, not really doing anything that he couldn't have done from inside safely. Just getting in, shutting the door, using his durest powers to fuse the door shut, and they would have been just as safe or safer, and he'd still be Correct. alive. And Jenyev,
1: like, goes up, and it looks like he got torn apart. Yes,
0: it does not look like a good death.
1: <laughs> no, and uh, it seems that he was also... Creating an engagement ring. Yeah. And that was truly heartbreaking.
0: And I mean, I was, uh, I was fully expecting, you know, that to happen. Like him to propose to Genia after she got mutilated. and Or like just to solidify their relationship. And the fact that yeah. he did this. Never happened. Yeah, it just sucks. But uh,
1: we then have what I thought was kind of an interesting scene. The whole pyre for the Darkling. Everyone was there. And I thought that was really surprising because
0: everyone hated him. I think it was more so because it was like this monumentous event that like everyone just felt like they needed to be there. So like they could say, I was there when they burned the Darkling and say that with authority and, and truth in that they were present at this giant battle. They were there when like his reign of terror ended. And so everyone came to like see he was really gone. That like he wasn't it wasn't some trick that it, he was really dead.
1: Yeah, that's fair. There's a ton of witnesses there. That's good. That's a yeah, that's a good point. Uh, then we have Alina talking with male about his future as a privateer, which I think is funny because he's basically swapping places with uh,
0: Nikolai. <laughs> yes, Nikolai gets the girl gets to be king. Mal gets to go on a swashbuckling adventure of his own choosing now.
1: And Nikolai kind of gives him, like, the keys to his kingdom, uh, essentially. Uh, The compass, which which will allow him on board the
0: hummingbird. Yeah, I mean, he literally, like, took over that privateer persona that Nikolai had been using. and Honestly, like, with Mal's skills, because he obviously had skills, it wasn't all just him being... The Firebird, I would think. Mm. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to be able to go on this, like, find yourself journey and see, like, what he actually misses, what he actually enjoys when he's free of everything.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, obviously Toya and Tamar are going and Inej is going as well, which was an interesting little uh, pickup there. And Kaz, though we get this really cool moment between Kaz and Inej in the chapel, <laughs> hmm. and he asks her not to go, and I was like, "Oh man,
0: is someone going to be going to the chapel after all?" No, but yeah. I was, uh, I was a little surprised to see Inej go. To be honest, like I totally saw the heart renders going. I did not see Inej leaving Kaz. I thought that she would. Uh, they would actually get together in the end but i guess i got proved wrong too much of a romantic
1: yeah well as Ka- i mean Kaz is the only one in the way of it all yeah no he really I mean, she is she says really i will is. have you without your armor or without you at all and so she's basically saying like you need to like be able to confess to me and be open with me or this ain't going to happen and got to love that boundary yeah, she deserves that she's setting right she does. And I mean, I think she'd be understanding, too, if Kaz would just give a little and like, I can only give this much, but I'm willing
0: to work through the rest. So,
1: but I don't know. Oh, then we get the prison scene.
0: You want to talk about? I don't, because I feel like this entire thing was worthless and pointless, and yeah. it just makes me upset that it even exists. <laughs> um, What are your thoughts on the prison scene, Mike?
1: Uh, just Why? It, like you said, it really didn't need to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, it I don't really want like, to be like too happen. negative about the Fjordin and everything there, but it was a pointless storyline. It didn't go anywhere. It, it didn't progress it, exactly, and it was just a dangling hook that like was like maybe three centimeters deep in the water. So like, it didn't matter at all.
1: Yeah, correct. It just took up screen time. Yeah, it really. Uh, it was. It was frustrating. It was frustrating, but um, the really interesting piece at the end of this, well, there's a few different interesting pieces at the end of this, but um, I think one is Nikolai being infected, which is such an interesting thing. Like the Oh, because the, the Murtoff
0: blade that went through him.
1: Yeah, such an interesting thing because we haven't seen anything like that from any Grisha power before.
0: Well, I don't think that any any Grisha was using true magic. They called it. That's they true. do like the little sciences or whatever it is, like the Grisha yeah, that's stuff. True. And whereas Merzost is magic, like pure magic, and so we don't really know the effects of it other than it corrupts, and other than it's not good to touch, and apparently yeah. getting touched by it has bad effects too. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna be. I think it kind of reminds me. Of Lord of the Rings a little bit, where Frodo gets stabbed by the Morgul blade, where it'll be a wound that slowly never corrupts. heals and will yeah. like slowly be corrupted until it's like cleansed. If this can be cleansed, yeah, and that's an interesting thing. Can it be cleansed?
1: Also, we get this new drug on the market called Jirda Perem. It's super addictive, and if Grisha takes it, their powers are skyrocketed
0: skyrocketed yeah. where did that come from is that leftover? boat? oh <laughs> wow that
1: just happened oh my gosh look at yeah. that like i just was like sitting there just like huh are you serious
0: and it would not surprise me at all like if the mastermind behind it was kirigan's little chemist dude yeah
1: oh yeah that would not surprise me at all either um you would be the one to to do it or even um great granddaddy merzoster
0: oh yeah the guy that was uh marisola or whatever his name is Mm. yeah if he is still alive maybe he's the mastermind behind this like drug cartel or something but yeah
1: who knows yeah but um and then we get our own red wedding yeah for real
0: talk about this real quick this was nuts
1: (laughs) i know go for it i Don't really have much to say because I just was like.
0: So there's uh, this woman that we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Comes waltzing in to the wedding of Nikolai and Alina. And first of all, I was just like, okay, Alina, you're going to become queen after all. And so this woman, though, comes waltzing in and all of a sudden it's proven that she's a heart render, probably sent from Furina. And just starts killing everyone at the wedding. Like, literally making them, like, burst with blood. um, Causing heart attacks everywhere. Just going nuts. Then we have, arguably, the biggest reveal of them all. Which is when Alina stops this mad heart render from killing everyone. By using the cut on her. But it's not her light that comes out and cuts her. It's Alina's newfound shadow power that she has. Because guess who's the new Darkling? Alina. And guess who Mm. gives the camera her best evil little grin at the end of it all? Alina.
1: Alina. So
0: Alina and the Darkling have merged to become Dark Alina. And it is... Darklina. Darklina. <laughs> uh, and it is not something that the Ravko or the world is ready for, because blood will be shed.
1: And also totally dumb. Right? Oh,
0: insanely dumb. I hate it so, so much.
1: <laughs> it's just like, okay, I, I see that we've just decided to just phone this, like, not phone it in, really. Just be like, we're never going to have another season, so let's just make it crazy. Because I pretty sure that's not in the books
0: i have no idea i have not i have not read it yet i'm going to though and if this is different than the books like holy cow like we need to have sean on here and see what his thoughts are but oh, yeah. um i think that them doing the ending like this sets in stone that they will not be doing another season because oh yeah if they did a s- where do they go yeah, where do they go from there other than like start the entire story over of the Grisha like, so being, being yeah, the one. Of the Grisha being persecuted again and how Alina is the new general who's evil now and just repeat, rinse and repeat all the storylines we just went through here, except yeah. with no lightbringer coming.
1: Yeah, and now Grisha cocaine yeah. or Grisha heroin all over the streets.
0: Ugh. So dumb. So why don't you talk about like what your your thoughts are about this way to kind of end the series or end the season at the very least.
1: I didn't, I mean, I didn't like a lot of it. I I think that came out pretty clearly (laughs) throughout our conversation here. I think they took the story in some directions that they did not need to go. And it would have almost just been better to just play it safe and sort of end it in a way where we had a lot of sacrifice, but there was an open door For the next season, just through maybe Nikolai, and him being infected, like Mm -hmm. that would have been enough, because that would have led to because Mal was already still there too, include him there too, so that love triangle was always hanging over it. Okay, but then you have just him dealing with his darkness, trying to be a leader, hiding it from Alina, Mm -hmm. and Alina start maybe getting like these weird like Kerrigan things because of the darkness that's infecting Nikolai. So I think that would have been really interesting. And you could have brought in the drug thing, I guess. But I would have brought it in next season or... Or never. Only had a hint of it this season, you know. But having the whole, like, Red Wedding thing, like, I was just like, come on.
0: No, it caught me completely off guard when they did that because... It was excessive. I was expecting something to go wrong. I was not expecting that, though. Like, that level of chaos, that level of dysfunction.
1: Yeah. It just it just almost just felt like it was like tacked on and not just unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That was just my opinion on it. But what what about yours?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that we just kind of covered all of that. I feel the same way. <laughs> um, I think that this really, to me, makes me look back at the series as a whole. And it taints it a little bit. Because yeah. I thought that the first season of Shadow and Bone was quite good. I was very much so surprised by it. Impressed. Yeah, yeah impressed. To really the point good. that I went out and I bought the books. And I was like, okay, like, let's dive into this cool new fantasy world. Explore the verse <laughs> a little bit. And now, like, this season has been so kind of up and down with, like, peaks yeah. and valleys of how much I've enjoyed it versus how much I didn't. Um where I, I'm i going to continue to read the books because I want to know now if they were following mm-hmm. Lee Bardugo's like, footprints or her map to the end point here and if it's done better or worse within the books. But it definitely puts like a, a shadow over the entire series, pun intended. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: what are your thoughts on the series as a whole, like a retrospective there, Mike?
1: So I would agree that there is a slight taint from this season. I would say series finale. <laughs> um, but I think on the whole, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Especially for a Netflix show when we see them kind of, I don't know, really kind of be hit or miss. Right, yeah. This was really solid pretty much through season one and most of season two. The actors too, I think, did a great job mm-hmm. and really couldn't have asked for too much more from a lot of them. I, I just wish it had ended in a ended better. You know. Um but I think it's a good step forward. Hopefully we'll see more series come through but given a longer shelf life. I would love to see a series that could just make it like 8 or 9 oh seasons. Oh my gosh.
0: I know. That'd be amazing. What fantasy series have you seen do Game that? Game of Thrones. It's the only one. And even Game of Thrones by the end they they kind of uh they kind of spoiled that ending a little bit as well, but Game of Thrones is literally the only fantasy series I can think of that has lasted as long as it did. And I know they're trying to do that now with Wheel of Time where they're asking for a handful mm. of seasons, maybe six or seven or so, but I don't know Let's if see. that's going to get it because that is that not having the same quality that I thought Shadow and Bone had. And I do think that Amazon seems a little bit more willing to let things play out a little longer than Netflix has. Because yeah. Netflix is notorious for, like, canceling stuff that nobody wants them Even to if cancel. Even done well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I wish this lasted longer. I wish they flushed some stuff out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I I do understand, like, in a world where we're so, like, now, 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 give me more. I understand them wanting to close the book on one chapter, one series, and open it on another. Me too. Hmm. Man,
1: let's hope for good seasons, good series. I don't know even the next series that's coming out, but I do know Witcher Season 3 is either coming out tomorrow or, well, Friday here, uh, July 1st, July or June 30th, oh. Or it's coming out soon.
0: Yeah, so Witcher Season 3 will be coming out soon. Percy Jackson will be coming out soon Mm, on Disney+. Looking forward to that. That'll
1: be good. Really looking forward to that. Uh, (laughs) I really hope that's good. I mean, Rick Riordan's involved in that. Like, please just... I just don't understand, right? How hard is it? You have material written out for you. Yes, you can change dialogue. Yes, you can change all this different stuff. But just follow the plot beats. You can pare it down a bit. You can remove some stuff if you need to, like move through the story a little quicker, obviously. But eight hours for a book, like I feel like you can follow the story pretty closely. Like That's the inspiration. (laughs) And I'm saying that not just to Percy Jackson, which is coming out, not just Shadow and Bone, though we don't know the differences, very much saying that to Wheel Time.
0: Wheel Time, Rings of Power. Um, Oh, God. Well,
1: Rings of Power, I mean, does have a big empty slate to play with.
0: They do. They do. But I think that's where like we have some exciting new stuff coming in fantasy with those couple of things. Um, we haven't covered any Witcher content on here, and so there's some stuff we so can since do. I know. Um, I think covering the series, sorry, the movies of Percy Jackson could be a fun topic. Oh, I know you'll no hate one. it. I know you'll hate
1: it. You just want me to get so negative so fast.
0: It'll be fun I told, though.
1: I was talking so it actually funny story mm. here. I was talking to my students earlier in the year and we were because we were doing book clubs and I was like oh yeah Percy Jackson such a great book. You know I had all these a like, few kids like interested and they were like oh okay oh yeah like the movies. And I was just I stopped and I just looked at them and I was like don't ever talk about the movies in this classroom. <laughs> They're like whoa 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 Mr. Wifford what? I was like those are so bad. They were like, they're really good. I'm like, no. They're kids, Mike. The they're kids. Are not good at all. Yes. I know you say that. But I also want to say, I took Matt to go see the second movie, which is Matt. But he fell asleep in it. <laughs> he fell asleep during the second movie. I left the second movie just like so upset. <laughs> it was so bad.
0: Uh, we have cool stuff, though, planned um, as far as like yeah. options that we can we can do i know they are oh i'm so excited they're making a movie of best served cold which is one of the books in the first law series by joe abercrombie which i just finished earlier this week the entire series yeah so i'm pumped about that um again can't can't plug that enough everyone should go and read the blade itself start there we know how you feel about that yeah Um, yeah, we can do lots (laughs) of cool stuff there so um, as far as wrapping up with Shadow and Bone here, um, what are your thoughts on how to proceed with that? Do you want to cover the books on here as well? Do you want to kind of press pause on Shadow and Bone verse, or what are your thoughts? I think
1: maybe it'd be if I'm not going to personally probably go through and read all of them, uh, just because like right now my reading library is just I am I'm there with booked. you. <laughs> <laughs> I am booked for the next. However long, I have books queued up and try and just get through them as I go. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of fantasy right now in my shelf. A lot of informational and nonfiction, which is really out of my wheelhouse. Um, But I've been pushing myself a lot in that direction right now. So I would be more than happy to hear and ask questions about that. So if you and Amy read them and want to talk to somebody who has no clue about it and who who has... (laughs) Who's gonna ask some dumb questions and he'll be like, what? what? What what do you mean? Uh I'm more than happy to do that as well. But yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. And if you guys have any suggestions, feel free to send them to us on different series or TV shows or movies. I think right now movies would probably That's what be I was leaning more towards as a movie. My preferred, yeah. I just don't want to dive into another season right now and be like, oh season episode one, episode two, get like four episodes in and be like no yes
0: no we'll, we'll figure out a movie we'll talk after after yeah, done here we'll and, and do a movie i think i know where i want to go and i'll just say it That's right here great. let's watch the witcher animated movie because it's fantastic and it's a one-off okay. that we can talk about a little there. pick
1: me up i love that i love animated so heck yeah
0: why not okay cool all right <laughs> well with that being said it's gonna be two nerds signing off we'll see you next time bye see ya.